Peanut butter and jelly. I'm peanut butter. I'm jelly all day, every day. <laughs> all day, every day. I'm here with my two best friends in the whole world, Daryl Wong Hello. and Max Siskin. I thought we weren't doing last names, but okay, that's good. We're not doing last names? <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's this good. isn't like Apprentice Rewatch Podcast Anonymous. We're doing oh. last names. Hi, my name is Max and I rewatch podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we just finished episode nine of season one of The Apprentice. We are halfway. We're past that. We're past that way. Past halfway. Oh my. Um, holy shit! Big yeah. episode. Great episode. Big one <laughs> of the best episodes I've seen in a long time. Big fucking. Episode. I've been watching this show for over a year now, one week at a time. <laughs> That's and definitely this, not true. This episode, <laughs> for about nine weeks, actually. I think this episode was like two the best months. So far. Well. Yeah. Just about. Someone told. I mean, we'll, we'll get. We'll figure out the numbers later. But <laughs> someone told me. Facts. Is that, is that a fair statement? Is that a fair statement? Is that a fair statement? Oh, uh, you're the host. So. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I like that answer. So, so, um, yeah. Big, uh, big, Art big week with mm-hmm. Trumpo. Oh yeah, yeah. But we but talk about that. We're not a, a current bit? events podcast, so. I don't know. You don't want to talk about Trumpo a little bit? Well, when this gets posted, like, mid-April. All right. I'll post it this weekend. It's getting posted. It's getting posted. Yeah, it was a big week in the news. Big week in the news. Big week in the news. What yeah. was that old thing in, like, Big in Japan? Uh, there's a wrestling tag team called Big in Japan. Oh, cool. Hmm. I don't know. I what, just thought it was, like, just a t-shirt graphic. So, yeah, I don't know what the original meaning of it is. There were just a lot of stories about Trump and Russia and... Uh, well, to rewind real quick, I think it's that bands used to be, like, quote-unquote, like, big in Japan. Oh, like, I'm big in Japan? Right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, well, Trump is big in Russia, turns out. Yeah. It How turns big? out really big. Like, the FBI released all these documents, the... Uh, unconfirmed rumors. Uh, unconfirmed rumors. More Trump ties. Mm-hmm. NYC, Washington Post. The whole country learned a new term this week, which was the deep state. The Ooh. deep state. I didn't learn that term. What's that term? Mean? Tell me more. It's the idea of all these like kind of spooky like spy dudes who work at the government, but they don't get replaced when there's a new president, and they actually kind of run shit. And Trump's real mad at them. Yeah, he's, he's real mad. Well, he's been pissing him <laughs> off for about a month. Right, yeah. So he's like... I don't know who these intelligence... I thought I was the president and I could do it all. But then they're like, nah, dude. We haven't even shown you Area 51 yet. Like, this is... <laughs> shit goes guess what? Based on your month in office... Based on your We actions, are not going to. <laughs> that would... Oh, my God. Imagine getting elected president. Good meaning Optimus of. Prime. And they literally <laughs> won't show you the Transformers. <laughs> That would that I mean that would grab my gears. Yeah, that would be really. I think he's mostly justified. Um, (laughs) I think Trump is justified in his criticism of the intelligence community. Well, no, right here, right now, no holds barred, one hundred percent or zero percent. Trump is justified. 
Statement. <laughs> My question Statement. where did Lyme disease come from? Question number Limes? one. Limes? Good guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with um, the pizza restaurant? Okay. Oh, I know that mm. one actually. Yeah. Good. I, Pedophiles? I, I think uh-huh. it needs to be investigated. Yeah. <laughs> Podesta? <laughs> Podesta, pedophiles, pizza. Sandusky? Right. His kid got arrested. I saw something uh, yesterday that um, people were talking about. Oh, a big-time Democratic donor, Jerry Sandusky's son, was arrested for pedophilia. Turns out he was like a big Republican. I don't know why they... Sandusky was or the son? Both. I don't know why you need to make that up. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, fake news. Yeah. And, okay, so I work a little bit in the fake news department, but a movie company got busted for legit making a fake news website as promo for their movie. Mm. How crazy is this? It was so fake. It was real. And that's why they got trouble. They were doing like fake Trump and Hillary news. But when you clicked on it, it would go to a promo site for their movie. So I think, I don't know if trouble is the right word. I don't know. I respect the hell out of it. Yeah, it seems kind of cool. Yeah, it seems pretty sweet. That's. I saw somebody on fucking news, like from from the administration, quoting who was saying like all these fake news, all these outlets are like displaying like CNN, the New York Times, Washington Post, the Daily Show, like all these places are fake news, and, and it's like, yo, the Daily Show actually straight up is fake news. <laughs> <laughs> like in, in actuality, man, right. you gotta get with the times. I mean, Daily Show. And there's certain worlds out there that, like, you got to be attuned to, you know, like the intelligence community. There's all these, like, enclaves out there you got to align yourself with. The intelligence community, you know, the fucking law enforcement community, the art world. You got to get, like, in that. You got to get, get your ducks circled in a row. around. You got to get your ducks yeah. in a row. And you got to yeah. believe in yourself <laughs> and your product. Whoa, whoa. Are you using the man's words against them? I might be. Because <laughs> that was the essence of this episode. Believe. You gotta believe. You gotta, gotta believe. believe. Yeah, so it was an art episode, which was the interesting. The task was? The task was they you had to choose an artist from this panel of fake-ass actors. <laughs> and they each had their art. And then later, you would go down to a gallery in downtown somewhere, and you'd have to sell the art. Yes. Now, obviously, this bunch of MBAs don't know anything about art. No. Daryl, can you take us through like the bevy of artists that we sort of saw? <laughs> like the options that they oh, had yeah. to run through? Uh, I think we started off with uh, armpit, pubic hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, a little immer- I'm going to call him an immersion artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Really wanted to be involved in the materials and yeah. Uh, yeah. performance. Kind of like Jackson Pollock, but with his own spunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much so. Um, mm-hmm. Who else was there? There was like... I'm gonna call him like colorful lunar photo. Uh, yeah, guy. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he called it abstract landscapes. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, he was all right. Andre, yeah, Andre, Very decorative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we had crazy lady who, I don't know how to describe it. Was uh, put a bunch of like naked teens in very surreal uh, environments, yeah. and then put. Uh, dead lizards, dead lizards, skulls, and like different Snakes. sort of worlds. Yeah, yeah. No, it was real good. It was I, I totally loved that one. You it were into it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was there anybody else? There were two more. Mm-hmm. There were two more. One was Leah, but they didn't choose. Who did kind of like 
the Instagram filtery type stuff. But mm. the, that was cutting edge stuff at the time. And then there was one that did like dead babies in jars. Yes. Like mm. classic art stuff. That's like art 101. That's what New York is built on. Is dead babies and Piss jars. Christ. Yes. Um, 100%. Anything with like um, Marina Bravamich to bring it back to Podesta. Mm-hmm. Um, spirit Always. cooking, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we had a, a wide selection of artists. And um, Versacorp chose Andre, mm-hmm. the sort of abstract yeah. landscape. Imagine, okay, if, if you go to like a hotel, but it like is trying to be a sort of cool hotel and have, have modern a, art, like you heard Andre's a, type of shit would be up on the walls, mm-hmm. you know? I, th- I think the word's boutique hotel. Yeah, boutique hotel. You go to yeah, like a the, modern boutique hotel. Andre's vibe is like all over the place. Imagine like a gradient and then like a line with a circle. It was it was good. Hmm. Not the type of landscapes Hitler was painting, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Speaking of painters, George Bush was in the news again. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen George Bush Jr.'s paintings? Yeah. They're, they're great. great. <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> Doesn't he have one like me painting myself in the shower yes, or something? Yes, incredible. <laughs> it's all about like real. So Van Gogh was the first person. <laughs> was the first guy to like go to that next level of self-portrait where you cut off the ear. Right. Yep. Totally. Bush brings it to the next level where it's like, is that a mirror? And is this like some sort of like cam girl situation where mm. I'm taking a bath and painting? I don't think we'll know. Also. It would have made more sense if he used watercolors. He also paints his <laughs> dog a lot. I think that's a big subject. Did you know that our man in the big house right now is the first president without a pet? Mm. Scandalous. Well, kind of I don't know that that's true. Come on, there's got to be one. Do you know that Mike Pence has a snake? There's got and a Pence. rabbit and a rabbit with a really funny name that I don't remember. No, are you kidding me, Marlin? Bonito or something like that. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Mike Pence got a little bit cooler in my book today. Hmm. Well, he is a snake dad. Yeah, snake dad. as former <laughs> and, snake and dads, we, we stick we with our ilk. Snake dads in the past, <laughs> and just like us, his wards <laughs> will die from lack of health care. Hundred percent. All right, so they take these Versacorp goes. They put it up in a nice white gallery. Like things are happening. So I think they were in uh, Gallery Vietnam. Sure. Mm-hmm. So they put put it up in this gallery. Like things are happening, and this shit just starts moving. It starts moving off the wall. I think the average price point for those were like fifteen hundred a painting or something mm-hmm. like yeah, that. Mm-hmm. And then the other lady, what Kwame and his team decide to do, protege. They decide to take a risk on like the craziest artist and who's got like a way higher figure. And yeah, she was selling hers for four thousand. For four thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. And say, like, you know what? This is gonna pay off big time. We only gotta sell like three, four pieces and we're like in I the appreciate money. the thought process. Like we don't know anything about art, choose the most expensive one. No, I totally yeah. get that. I think I would have changed one thing about their whole campaign. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I go to most art galleries they give you like a one cheater with all the info you need to have about the weird ass paintings that are in there. To like tell people. Yeah. But or for should... people to like pick up and read. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They should have just had one of those. Totally. Right? Totally. Then yeah, one of their things later on Cause I'll tell you something, our girl Heidi, who Max, I know you're a big fan of. 
that girl couldn't sell art for shit. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't bad. know what the fuck is going on with this fucking art, and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking it about. It looks like a toilet seat. <laughs> <It looks> like, <laughs> fucking sue me. It looks like a fucking toilet seat. <laughs> I don't fucking care. The only person on the team who knew anything about art was Omarosa. Mm-hmm. Who was horrible. Right, mm-hmm. so Omarosa smartly geniusly is like I'm the only one who knows about art so I'm just going to sit back here and judge you all and let you all fall on your face Mm -hmm. which is a classic apprentice move Hmm. yes didn't pay off because they didn't end up selling anything at all because Troy and Heidi we're yokel I mean (laughs) your old boy Troy don't know nothing about this art stuff I don't know a damn (laughs) thing about art and Heidi said she'd rather be selling tampons (laughs) which that's art yeah, that is sort of art in a way. Um, yeah, they were they sold one piece <laughs> mm-hmm. for eight hundred and seventy five dollars, and that is. It. I'm surprised they didn't know like right after that night they're like, oh, we're probably gonna lose. They they panicked. Kwame the had like this vibe that was like, I feel like we had one piece. I feel like if we had one more, we were gonna be okay. <laughs> I'm like, Kwame, what are you talking well, so about? So many, so many of the challenges both. Te- Sorry. So many of the challenges, both teams fail, and it's just one team fails a little less bad, mm-hmm. and that ends up being the winner. Yeah. In this one, we had one team fail, And then one team sold literally everything and made a billion dollars. <laughs> so, they sold everything in the gallery in, in what seemed like 20 minutes. Oh, they were. It was, it was flying They were off selling the wall. pieces before... The, a guy was trying to buy stuff, and they kept on selling the pieces before he could get out his money. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Kwame, on their hand, was playing like the price is right. He was like, he didn't want to go over. He was like, I'll go with $1. <laughs> As if there was like a price. Oh, God. Gone. Would you take one case? Would you take oh just <laughs> one case of art? How about one? How about one? How about one case? Yeah. Fine. It's a recurring. Th- he says he went to business school. Uh, the one thing I would say is they probably would have made a better decision in terms of caring about what the art looked like if they had to price it. Like the prices oh. seem to be really set and like set up. It was like, this is just how much the art sells for. And mm-hmm. like, here's a median price, but this is where my price on all of these paintings are. Hmm. One thing. So and if they had to like evaluate it and price it, they would have gone something with they, that they yeah, liked. That's a good point. That's yeah. a very good point. Um, Eliza, who was on our podcast on a different episode, she works in the art world. And one thing she told me about art is it's, this is going to blow your mind. But it's all about how large the piece is. Yeah, that makes sense. And Andre's were enormous. They were huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the thing they sold of the crazy lady was like a, a tiny little plate or something. Like what Mona Lisa size. Yeah. I feel like the leap from eight hundred or nine hundred dollars to two thousand dollars, right? Yeah. Like financially, I know that's a bit, it's more than double. But like, if you're gonna go out. To yeah. spend money on art, you're going to spend money on art. Like you're gonna, sp- oh, so totally. you want like the maximum real estate for your value. Look and the and the size art. jump between nine hundred dollars and two thousand dollars is enormous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So I think that's probably got something to do with it. I'm not like an art world aficionado though. You just learn a few smart things to say, and then you say them. Every yeah, time I think you get that's probably the yeah. main method. Um, Omarosa Heidi, Daryl, can you run us through this fight a little bit? So this was pre this was pre actual gallery night when they were running around. I'm not sure what they were doing. Maybe just looking at the different. I think they were checking out the artists. Yeah, checking out the different artists. And um, Omarosa gets like a pain of a headache 
Mm. It's just scorching. And mm. She needs to sit down for a nice ravioli lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, hey, hey, as you do with a headache. As you right. do. I as can't you tell do. you how much butternut squash is soothing <laughs> to the chemical processes of the brain. Well, the neurons need carbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Heidi just wants to eat like a quick like mayonnaise on bread and just like hop in a cab. Let's go, Turkey Club. A New York pizza pie. Yeah. yeah. And um, they get in a tussle about it, and uh, oh, they start God. cursing each other out on the corner. Well, one's doing most of the we cursing. <laughs> our girl Heidi is. Yeah, our girl Trash Mouth is Holy like shit. letting it rip. I'm fucking need you, you fucking bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, she's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she is awesome. She is awesome. Um, they get in a real tiff. But it just it later comes back to being like a major uh, point of contention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So boardroom... All right, so who loses? Nick? No, not Nick. No. Oh, Nick first wins. of all, first of all, before we get there, can we talk about what Bill and Nick were wearing in that gallery? <laughs> okay. All right. Painting the picture. Bill is wearing a crew neck white t-shirt with a V-neck black dress sweater. Sweater. Something like that. It's, we're going to call it merino wool. We're going to call it merino wool that, sweater. That is, that is giving him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so he's got this sort of like priest shawl thing happening up top. <laughs> yeah. And it's working pretty well. He looks him. like he's uh, walking into the movie theaters on a Sunday morning. <laughs> well, his, well, his bottoms are really what kill it. He's wearing like a light wash blue jean that mm-hmm. is like cut off and ripped. No socks. No socks. No and socks. And a, uh, like a loafer of some sort. Yeah, some sort of clog slash loafer combo. Mm-hmm. You might be thinking that sounds cool. It did not look <laughs> <laughs> But, as Daryl will explain, Nick looked even fucking less cool <laughs> if that's as our streetwear humanly possible. As our streetwear so, correspondent. This week in the news, <laughs> Nick from The Apprentice Season 1 is wearing, he's basically wearing a Star Trek Next Generation uniform <laughs> minus, <laughs> minus, minus the, the insignia. Yeah, minus the insignia. It's a gray future turtleneck. Yeah, it's like shiny, shiny, shiny <laughs> yeah, shiny future turtleneck. It was so powerful with black denim jeans. <laughs> it was so powerful. It's amazing. And he's like, he's out there right before the gallery. He's like, should I change the black? Should I change the black? Is that do I have enough time to do that? It's like, dude, you shouldn't have worn your and power Bill, turtleneck. Bill looks at him deadpan in the face and goes, "No, man, you look great." <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, to me, I, I, oh man, they, they cut to the interior of the gallery. Yeah. You see Bill with his dad uniform. And then it moves over a little bit. And there is sitcom Nick wearing this like gold shiny dress. And he's got like a, a pencil and he's like tapping his notebook. He looks like a gallery director. Like yeah. that is what people that is who people buy art from. Guys yeah. who look like that. Mm-hmm. All he would need is a gold chain and a balding head to be played by like Johnny Depp in some mobster movie at a certain point. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a different, yeah. Um, all right, so they win. Protege loses. Boardroom happens. So who loses? Heidi, Omarosa, Kwame, and, and our boy Troy, <laughs> our boy, our superstar. <laughs> Don't know nothing about Art Troy. Our killer in Manila. 
<laughs> the, pride of, the pride of Boise and Bozeman. Boise, Enjoy the boy. I don't know his last name. I want to say McClure, but that's a Simpsons It is Troy character. McClure. No, that's, a no that's what I'm saying. I, we've had this conversation on the podcast before. He is from The Simpsons. These people are all... <laughs> He's more like Cletus the slack-jawed yokel, though. Hmm. Like, just personality-wise. What's well, like one time I was watching... Oh, okay. I was watching a show called, like, Detroit SWAT. Mm-hmm. And all of the dudes in the show had their... They had, like, fake names because mm-hmm. they're secret SWAT guys. Sure. So, but they gave them names with, like, the last name of a famous person that kind of looks like them. So, like, one of the guys was, like, Jay Moore's brother who's in the SWAT. <laughs> Another dude was, like... This is, like... Victor Fox with two X's like Jamie Fox like they mm. it was very interesting mm. and I think that might be what, I don't know can we wait, wait 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 can we rewind the tape for a second mm. Does Jamie Fox have two F's in his last or two X's in his last name I'm pretty don't, sure don't pay attention to the no, details of what does. I'm saying no no does he though I think he does it's not it's like he Vanessa. it's not like he's two X's when he's like Kings of Comedy and then like well, one X in Ray? Is he like, does he switch it up for like almost serious actor roles? What His happens when persona? he replaces Vin Diesel in Triple X? In Triple X? Do they just call that no, one? That's Ice Cube. You mean You're mixing up Ice Cube. What kind of name is Ice Cube? It's an incredible name. It's an incredible, well thought out, historic. Go see Fist Fight, everyone, this weekend. Got to make it work. Fist fight? Fist fight. Go see it. Don't ask questions. <laughs> All right. You, to the 15 people who listen to this podcast, like, go see fist fight. <laughs> We're going to up their numbers. Um, uh, Got to gotta support the boy Van Robichaux. Wrote the, wrote the movie. Van, who's Van Robichaux? He's a Can you guy. stop, like, pushing your products onto <laughs> our podcast, please? Thank you. This is the official podcast. Rewatch podcast of the President of the United <laughs> States, Max. Hey, who's really good at? He doesn't stuff. need you. He's very good. Listen, he's a successful. Hey, hey, man. You, he doesn't uh, need you. Why, don't you. why don't you take it upstairs to the rest of this very Trump building that we're in right now? It's beautiful. <laughs> it's one of the best buildings. <laughs> All right. So, what happens in the boardroom, Daryl? Um, so Kwame, um, Kwame saves his boy Troy. Obvi and takes the ladies um, to the boardroom, at which point they fight it out at length over the lunch incident. Turns out Trump is a concussion truther. <laughs> who would have thought that the guy who owned the New Jersey New York Gamblers? New York what? The His USFL team, the Gamblers? Oh, I don't know what it who was. Who would have thought he wouldn't believe in concussions? Yeah, crazy. That's he goes, uh, a little tiny piece of plaster hit you in the head 10 days ago. I get hit. He literally said, I get hit with plaster in the head all the time. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to pull the audio for that. But he said that. It was like, this is, what about getting lunch helps your concussion with big old scare? I like that he finally called, he like took, he sort of had the balls to like call her on her shit. Because so far he's been very like when something sort of serious or injury related or like something like not a reality show issue Mm -hmm. has come about in the show. Mm -hmm. He's been very like sort of kind and been like, oh, understanding, like take as much time as you need, like do what you need, whatever. Uh, And this was like, Amorosa, please. Jesus. Like, like you got hidden in. But the 
Oh, oh god. shit. Oh, God. That was the dog. But then Omarosa the doubles. shit little yeah. piece of plastic. She then doubles down on her act and goes for the full weep. She goes she so did, hard She on did the side. move that we've been thinking about this whole time. The run back in. Mm-hmm. She ran back oh, in yeah. crying. And was like, please, please, please. Then they get her out. Oh, she knew she was getting fired oh, at that point. Mm-hmm. Spoiler oh, alert. Yeah. Omarosa gets fired. We do need to stay. Even though everyone's happy. We still need to do a moment of silence real quick. It was pretty delicious, though. The <laughs> condolence world is this very sophisticated world, and we have to like. I don't have the time to explain to my teammates like what giving a proper condolence is all about. <laughs> oh God! And she didn't even do us the fucking courtesy to do a taxi interview. Hmm. Unbelievable. Terrible stuff. Terrible fucking shit. The thing is that her... Heidi threw her under the bus. Kwame threw her under the bus. I mean, everyone's been... She was just under the bus. I don't th- actually think anybody really <laughs> threw her. She was just under there, and they all pointed and said, that lady's <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> She's got a concussion. Did you know that? We can't be having that around. But also, I, I one thing, Omarosa's shtick at the end there was very Trumpian. Deflect, deflect, they're being mean to me. Yeah. Which Trump saw right through, so that's interesting. But um, Trump did mention to Heidi, it's like you, you people don't like you. Like you keep yeah. on getting into shit. Like yeah. what's going? All of those problems were Omarosa. One hundred percent. She's smooth sailing now. Mm-hmm. I'm predicting. Although I I'm will predicting say a top three finish for the girl for Heidi. Yeah, top Damn. three. You're calling it now. Top three finish for Heidi. Well, I tried to call who's going to get fired today, and I missed on that. Yeah, one. I did too. <laughs> I thought I will say Heidi has got a fucking trash mouth. (laughs) Like I, I I do think that could potentially. You think a swear will do it in the boardroom if she says like it's not my fucking fault or something? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I think that'll do it. Do we know if Trump swears? I've never heard him. I've never heard. I've heard him say the word "pussy" like a lot on the Uh, news. (laughs) That was only one time, but we heard it many times. It's like nine eleven. It only happened once, but you see it on TV all the time. <laughs> um, but I've never heard him swear. Mm-mm. He, he seems like one of those, I don't know. Controlled enough to know. This Mormon theory is not going away. That he's a weird Well, don't call him Mormon. weird. It's, it is what it is. I mean, they but. wear different underwear than the rest of humanity. That's pretty weird, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And they believe that Jesus was in America. That's more believable than he was an Arab. Well, we don't like Arabs around here, <laughs> around these parts all that much. Okay. I heard that Jerusalem was actually London. Oh, is that true? It's oh. in the British National Anthem. They talk about how England is actually where Jesus happened. Oh. oh. I thought Jesus happened like in South Africa. Hmm. Like Johannesburg. I don't know. I watched a movie about it. There was like this guy, like the no, no, no like God came down and he sent all these like, sent, like, like very prawn fish looking things, and then they like oh, they like ate God. people or like bit people, and then those people turned into like aliens, sort of. They grew arms. So yeah, expect, it, and there was like a documentary about this it. This makes so much <laughs> One guy. perfect sense. If District Nine is the Old Testament, <laughs> then Chappie is the New Testament. <laughs> Proving that the Old Testament is better, and you guys all need to ditch that shit. 
<laughs> is the resident Jew in this room you're yeah. telling us? I mean, it's to... it's never been more clear to me. All right. Chappie as Christ figure sort of makes sense, though. It wasn't Chappie. It was the kid. The kid was... I never Chappie. saw Chappie. Right, so Chappie was about a damn robot. Uh-huh. You're talking... So... District 9, basic plot is aliens show up. They only eat cat food. A, a white guy in South Africa ha- tries to help them. They all get killed. Then they go back up in a ship, but they leave one. This say, podcast has gone off the rails. <laughs> one of them goes up in the ship. That's the Jesus because he's arising and he got shot too. Yeah. He was rising in the ship. He says, I'll come back later to say, oh my God, this is so obvious. <laughs> No, they had to actually think this through. <laughs> you think so? Well, oh, oh there's more. Manna from heaven, cat food. Yeah, uh-huh. 100%. Ambrosia salad. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I didn't see either that or Chappie, the robot movie. But I did see another robot movie called Real Steel, and that movie kicked ass. <laughs> Hugh Jackman was like a fake robot or like a remote control robot fighter. Good. I watched I, it on an airplane. It was perfect airplane I watched airplane movie. it. I didn't absorb any of it. Mm-hmm. But, um... I don't know. There was a kid. They believed. It was great. Hmm. Yeah. I don't it was like one of my top, probably, six it, it, airplane movies of all time. Whoa. All right, so let's go through them. Born 1, Born 2, Born 3, Born 4, <laughs> no, 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 Real no, no, no. Steel. You got a hit airplane movie. Real Steel. Blindside. McFarlane USA, unbelievable. <laughs> airplane. Can I tell you how fucking good that well, fucking recap it real quick? Is that the one about the, the family that they're all getting divorced and they're all stuck there for dinner? No, 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 no. And no, then no. there's like uh, that's me. It's the... in black and white, and there's like uh, it's the name of a state, Nebraska. <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> Nebraska is not even about that. Which I also watched on an airplane. <laughs> Putnam County Girls Patrol. McFarland USA is like the migrant Mexican worker kids who go to high school. And Kevin Costner, may he rest in peace, the coach who like trains them to be upstanding, upstanding young gentlemen, but like also cares about. Can I say something about Kevin Costner? I really noticed. I know. I know. We got to get back. One to thing that. to just explain to the audience is Kevin Costner he's is the greatest American our actor favorite of all actor. Time. And he's only in good movies. <laughs> <laughs> he's only in good movies. And I will say he's done a string of movies, suspicious string of movies, where he plays a white guy, like ardently defending against racism. Like right, he, this is right. a this is a thing for him. I'm like, I'm convinced at this point. The one that just came out, yeah, uh, which is called Hidden Figures. He's like the white guy who saves the day at the crucial like. He's racist in the Sticky point. Finger movie. <laughs> No, what? hidden figures. About the girls who steal the code and make their own computer? No, it's about the NASA ladies who do all the math. Hmm. Yeah. I've heard it both ways. He like knocks a black <laughs> so he, he knocks like a black only restroom sign down at one point oh like, with God. a sledgehammer. It's incredible. Black and white. He's just like a white grandfather trying to care for his like, little black granddaughter. Well and think about it, this. It, In Waterworld so hard. Waterworld it's all about gill rights. Rights for the people with gills. Yeah, like, totally. Hundred yeah. yeah. percent. There's something going on. I will tell you, there's something going on with Kevin Costner's movie choices. Where if he can't play like a white defender of minorities, he's not even picking up the script. Hundred percent. Hmm. Well, but also that movie where he was the last vote. Yeah, swing vote. Incredible. He was racist in that. All right, Daryl. How do you feel this week? Well, like incredible, momentous, omarosa's toast. Mm-hmm. The biggest celebrity. Like what is in your heart, in your head, in your penis right mm-hmm. now? <laughs> um, 
Omarosa, in all these episodes, has truly played the reality TV game the best. And she's she snaked her way through all these different situations. She has she's fought, she's backstabbed, she has won the hearts of many and pissed off basically everybody else. I had her pegged for like top three, like potentially top two. She's the only star. Yeah, she's the only star out of t- Although, no, she's not the only star out well, of Well, Trump is the star. Well, Trump is the star. And George and Carolyn. George and Carolyn, obviously. But Bill Rankick is like a famous person, apparently. Later on. Later oh, on. Oh, yeah, we, we did find out we that he We have found out that We found out that he has his own reality show, but... We, with mean, his wife. He's not like a... Giada De Laurentiis or something. He's married to Giada? No. He's married, he's married to somebody. Mm-hmm. He's married to someone with an Italian name that has a cooking show, probably about Italian food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Serbian Savapi. I don't know what his family's up to. Couldn't but. tell. Can we talk about Cheryl for a second, a.k.a. Carolyn? Mm-hmm. A.k.a. Catherine. Have we Cole. not... Charisse. Have we not talked about the fact that Cheryl looks exactly like Princess Diana? Mm-hmm. Like 110% mm-hmm. looks like her? She's got the full It's the haircut. Yeah, yeah, it's the haircut. Does anybody know if she goes into further seasons? No. I know she runs a golf course now near my parents' house. In Westport, Connecticut? Around there, yeah. Sweet. I hope she goes into further episodes. Me too. She's great. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't say much, really. I like the other... I like George more. He mm-hmm. layeth the smacketh down. <laughs> he did today. He... What did he say today? He said, do you think okay is bad or do you think okay is good to Heidi? That was a good line. But also when he went in on um, their... What did he go in on? Their pricing strategy? I don't know. He had lots of like business advice. Yeah. He's the only one who actually comes across like they didn't learn business out of Trump's book. Yeah, totally. Like he's got like actual like when she's when they asked her, How do you think she did? Do you think she did good? And the person was like, Okay. He like immediately jumped on that. Like he, yeah. he knew that. He knew what he was yeah. talking about. And he know continues to know what he's talking about. I'm looking forward to what he talks about. Next week. Daryl. Mm-hmm. Prediction for loser next week. Who's going home? Mm, I mean, I predicted this week that Katrina was gonna get mm-hmm. booted off. I mean, she seems that? you're gonna yeah. double down on that. Yeah, she seems weak just compared to everybody else that's still in the field. A little right bit, now. yeah. So we'll see. I have no other information to go off of except that I don't like her. Mm-hmm. Max, you guys aren't gonna like this. I know, and all you Omer robots out there aren't gonna like it either. But our boy Troy is going home. No, no way! It's time. Like, look at the look at the field that's left. It's it's imbalanced. Troy's going. There's home. like two straight up nothing losers still on this. Katrina this show. and Amy and Kwame. Oh, you're goddamn it! Kwame is not a nothing. Kwame is the most nothing person who was on the show. He's more nothing than Bowie was. (laughs) And Bowie was zilch. And Kwame has somehow fucking weaseled his way. Mm -hmm. He hasn't even weaseled his way because that would be doing something. No, he's He's nailed his way through. He's nothing this way. He is all the way into like the top six. Mm -hmm. He's a... Apprentice challenge kryptonite. He cannot win. (laughs) (laughs) Cannot win. He can't win a challenge. But he doesn't fuck up enough to get kicked off the show. He doesn't doesn't mess up in the boardroom and say the wrong thing. Hmm. Yeah, he's good in the boardroom. He's like, oh, this was totally my fault, but I thought it would work, but it didn't. It was my fault. Sorry. Fire Omarosa. (laughs) (laughs) And that he did. Mm -hmm. You can find us on Facebook. 
Facebook.com slash The Apprentice Rewatch Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Apprentice Rebot. Uh, you can send us an email, Apprentice Rewatch Podcast at gmail.com. We have a website. It's apprentice-rewatch-podcast.fyi. We accept um, Twitter follows. and so, oh, so there's a new thing going on where people are sending postcards to um, the White House, to Congress, about all sorts of different topical things. But what we would like you to do is send a postcard to your representative saying, hey, what? there's this podcast, Apprentice Rewatch Podcast. Would you want to check it out? Throw a link in there. Yeah, maybe tweet about it. Maybe if well, you tweet could. about it at your representative. No, 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 no. I'm saying write the postcard. Please, Mr. Representative, could you tweet about this that, podcast? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we're getting there. And then um, also, just like send a friend a postcard. Wait, th- that's more just like personal stuff. Just write how you're feeling. What yeah, you've been yeah, doing. Just let them know what's going on in your life. Draw a picture. Yeah, people and, appreciate mail. And use. Here's a pro tip. I know a lot of podcasts uh, advertise something called stamps.com. A little unknown fact is if you just write in the top right-hand corner of the postcard, Apprentice Rewatch Podcast, and then put a link there, too, for the mailman, you can just put write that on sheets of paper and put it in the mailbox, and it, it'll get to us. Here's a little known fact about stamps.com also that a lot of podcasts won't tell you. Um, if you go to... A post office, like if you go to the place, like a post office, they fucking sell stamps there. So you can cut out the yeah. stamps.com middleman. Yeah, just cut out the middleman.com. They actually, they're already like self adhesive. You like, yeah. you don't have to print them out and like tape them on. Well, like they you change do that. Them, like they garbage sell stamps, stamps fucking everywhere. Every bodega, every like juice spot, every bank, <laughs> like stamps every are all over. Well, okay, guys, you guys. If you're running some sort of mail business, <laughs> mail some, order, some sort of like business. 2017, I send weed edibles through the mail thing, <laughs> and you have to go to the fucking post office every goddamn day. You don't want to be buying dollar bodega stamps. Go to the post office. <laughs> they have them. You can buy them at cost. Literally, the number it says on it. Yeah, they have cents, the price on the stamp cents. right there. Sometimes, here's another little tiny tip for you. They got stamps in every denomination. You can buy one cent stamps. <laughs> <laughs> Just toss one of them Also, you buy for, five of them for an Forever nickel. is not a, denomination. a number. <laughs> I don't know why these stamps have you forever. You should try to spend those on other things. <laughs> They're legal well, currency I mean, too. Have you heard I'm of food sorry. stamps? They're legal currency. Mm-hmm. By the way, stamps.com, you're violating counterfeit laws. Ooh. If you're printing stamps and then going to the bodega no, 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 and trying no, no. to buy not, a juice box with them. That's not how counterfeit works. Because if you shred a dollar, you can print a dollar. That's how it works. You got a printer. <laughs> you just need to shred one dollar. You just got to keep the shredded dollar as like. You have to equate evidence. the value. Well, yeah. You, I mean, the conservation of it's. You, you can't. You can't print. It's nonsense. <laughs> Nonsense. All right. I appreciate you running us through that. I appreciate you guys running through this show with me very much every week. I really love it. We're going to do a poll online what we should do next. Season two or Celebrity Apprentice season one. I know Nick has already voted in the poll. (laughs) Thanks for throwing it out there, Max. Appreciate you guys. Take it easy. Goodbye. Goodbye. Omarosa, this one's for you, girl. What would I 
out your smart mouth Drawing me in and you kicking me out You've got my head spinning No kidding, I can't pin you down What's going on in that beautiful mind? I'm on your magical mystery ride And I'm so dizzy Don't know what hit me But I'll be alright My head's underwater But I'm breathing fine You're crazy and I'm out of my mind Cause all of me loves all of you Love your curves and all your edges All your perfect imperfections Give your all to me I give my all to you You're my end and my beginning Even when I lose I'm winning Cause I give you all of me And you give me all of you oh. How many times do I have to tell you Even when you're crying you're beautiful too The world is beating you down My worst distraction, my rhythm and blues I can't stop singing, it's ringing in my head for you My head's underwater, but I'm breathing fine 